Hello and welcome to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino. I have a great show for you today. Candace King, who many of you might know from The Vampire Diaries or The Originals on CW, she's here and she's a Vanderpump Rules super fan. She's going to be breaking down the episode with me and it was a fantastic episode. So Candace will be out in a second. She also has a wonderful podcast called Directionally Challenged. If you're interested, please go check it out. It is wonderful. So Directionally Challenged check it out. And we have a lot to talk about Vanderpump Rules. There was a lot going on. We got the mid-season trailer, which gave us another Britney soundbite for the ages. You know, she's trying on a wedding dress and she just goes, you know, my body looks amazing in this. <laughs> Hi. My body looks awesome in this. <laughs> I live for a Britney soundbite in the trailer. I'm engaged. Like, give them to me all. Every single trailer should have a Britney soundbite. I don't care if it's Real Houses of Beverly Hills, Opry Ski, it's Summer House. I don't care what the show is. Give me a Britney soundbite. Like, just have her saying something. I love it. I love it. I want to encourage everyone, too, to check out my episode with Stassi Schroeder. She was on this week, so if you haven't listened to that, check it out. It's great, if I do say so myself. That sounds weird to say. I'm starting to feel better, you guys. I was sick for, like, about five days. I went to the doctor. I was put on antibiotics and prednisone, which is a nightmare drug. I hate it. I've just been on the couch. I've, I've, today I feel alive again, but I was on the couch for like five days straight, just watching. I watched like 10 episodes of Gossip Girl, which I've never seen before. Very into it. I am still not sure whose team I'm on. You know, I'm still trying to figure out my, my characters, who I like, who I don't like. I do like all the wardrobes. You know, when you're sick, you just want something like comforting. You just want something easy, comforting. Like at one point, on, it was like Saturday night, I found myself watching the Flintstones live action movie. <laughs> I don't know how I got there, but it was obviously the prednisone, but I just started watching it. And then suddenly I was led to Viva Rock Vegas, which is the prequel movie to the Flintstones. Neither one of them are good movies, but did I watch them both? Yes. I mean, (laughs) I was like, you know, yelling to Matt. I'm like, how do I download Viva Rock Vegas? He's like, what? I was like, the Flintstones prequel. (laughs) What a nightmare I am. That prednisone, I'm telling you, it makes you crazy. I couldn't sleep. I like wasn't sleeping. I would encourage no one to ever take it. Really made me nuts. But uh, anyway, that's neither here nor there. The point is, we got to bring out Candace, <laughs> Candace to talk about this week's Vanderpump Rules. I want to say before I do, please find me on social media at Danny Pellegrino on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook, it's facebook.com slash Pellegrino Danny. I want to encourage everyone to join the Everything Iconic Patreon. If you want to support this podcast and access the bonus episodes, just head on over to patreon.com slash everything iconic click the Become a Patron button. For $4 more per month, you get the bonus episodes and you support the podcast. And I'm promising one bonus episode a month, but trying to do more than that. So without further ado, let's bring out Candace King and let's talk this week's Vanderpump Rules. My body looks awesome in this. Awesome or amazing? I don't know. Either one, it, it works. Either one is the same. I'll tell you what, my body does not look amazing because the prednisone makes me hungry. Normally, when I'm sick, I lose weight. This is the first time where I've actually gained weight. Like, I've had the flu and I've gained weight, which is a problem. But, you know, I blame the prednisone. Anyway, without further ado. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Are you looking for ways to be happier, healthier, more productive, and more creative? 
Gretchen Rubin is the number one bestselling author of The Happiness Project, and every week she shares insights and practical solutions in the Happier with Gretchen Rubin podcast. Gretchen's co-host and happiness guinea pig is her sister Elizabeth Kraft, a Hollywood showrunner. Join Gretchen and Elizabeth as they reveal fresh insights from cutting-edge science, ancient wisdom, pop culture, and their own experiences about cultivating happiness and good habits. Every week, they offer a manageable try-this-at-home tip you can use to boost your happiness without spending a lot of time, energy, or money. Suggestions such as follow the one-minute rule, choose a one-word theme for the year, or design your summer. They also feature segments like Know Yourself Better, where they discuss questions like Are you an overbuyer or underbuyer? A morning person or night person? Abundance lover or simplicity lover. And every episode includes a happiness hack, a quick, easy shortcut to more happiness. Listen and follow Happier with Gretchen Rubin, an Odyssey podcast. Available now, free on the Odyssey app and wherever you get your podcasts. Icons, did you ever watch True Blood? I was obsessed. I thought the men on that show, Alexander Skarsgård, Ryan Quanton, I was in love with him when that show was airing. And I thought it was just so good. And so that's why I'm so excited to tell you about the new season of the Truest Blood podcast. The Truest Blood podcast is fantastic. If you haven't listened before, it's hosts Kristen Bauer and Deborah Ann Wall, who rewatch and tell true stories from the set of HBO's iconic series, True Blood. They discuss the episodes, the blood, both fake and real, and all the sexy bites in between. And this season of the podcast, they cover seasons three and four of True Blood, uh, where there's more werewolves, witches, and vampire royalty on the show. Plus, they have really great people who worked behind the scenes of the show coming on and talking about the show. Lots of that to come. I think we're all pop culture junkies here. And one of the things that I love about pop culture is seeing how the sausage is made. And so I think that's why we're all going to be so excited to listen to the Truest Blood podcast. So check it out. uh, And also check out the show True Blood. Watch all episodes of True Blood on Max and listen to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, guys, I'm here with Candace King. Candace, how are you doing? I'm so excited. I have six pages of notes from watching this episode. I am. I, I did like a deep dive oh into Instagram after watching. I'm ready. Wait, so let's back up here. Who do you follow on Instagram? Do you follow the whole cast? Do you follow just a few of them? I'm kind of a stalker. So I mm-hmm. follow Stassi. Sure. I follow Lisa. And then I just kind of like pop into other people's Instagrams. Like I've really been frequenting Lala and Randall a lot lately. So I feel like I just need to make the commitment. Right, right. You know, I was on Lala's this past week because she had said on the episode we watched that her and Randall broke up. And I, I knew that they were still together, but I still like had that, you know, little voice inside my head. I was like, you need to go check in. I know. And so I went and checked in, but they're still together. They're still together. He's surprising her on set with Valentine's Day serenades. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's get into this episode. First of all, we saw the mid-season trailer. It premiered like online before this episode. Okay. And so I always worry like the mid-season trailer usually means that that week's episode is going to be a little bit boring. Did you know this? <laughs> this like no, but now that you're saying it. I've put these puzzle pieces together and I swear that usually like they'll put out the mid-season trailer. It'll premiere on like People Magazine or whatever.com. And then that episode will be a little bit boring. But I didn't find this week's episode boring. No, I cried. Right. I It was emotional. It was also tense. There was, was all lot, the yeah. drama. A all lot the of drama. drama. Now, last week we learned that Carter doesn't pay rent. So that was like the big reveal at the end of last week going into this week's episode. and. 
What do you make of Carter? Do you like Carter? Well, that's okay. So I have some theories that like all the other, like all the girls have seen a different side of Carter than what we've seen on the show. Because they have some really deep feelings about him and they don't really seem good. Right. And I don't think they did any, like, it's not like the show helped him look better this week. Mm-hmm. I'll just say that. Yeah, he looked awful. This he looked week. terrible. Yeah. What was that video? Like, are the, is the whole camera crew there just watching him play video games? <laughs> I love that. I know. I love that. It's like, who's the things that they film at Kristen and Carter's apartment? It's just like nothing's happening there. They just throw a camera crew on them, and it's like, I love it. Like I know that, that scene where she just was in bed eating pasta or ramen with the dogs. That was great. That was I'm like, okay, she she came to work today, um, but he did not. He's just playing video games, just and also in, games. on his Instagram deep dive, he is talking about the show the whole time. Is he really? Yes. Wait, I've never done a Carter deep dive. Okay, so oh my God, I did it wait, this he's morning. Wait, like live or something? Talk- he, like, no, he, he, all of his pictures are of Kristen <gasps> and him, which I get it, they're like a couple, but if he's supposed to be this like photographer's assistant, usually a photographer has like yeah, photography. Photos, right. And even like his little bio line is a quote wow. from, the, from Vanderpump Rules. What's the quote? I don't, I forget. I, I didn't write like, that down. You know, um, I'm engaged. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on the brim of freaking out. It's just like a quote from Brittany. <laughs> I have some great Brittany quotes from this episode. <laughs> you know, last week on the podcast, we were talking about the the music in between the scenes, you yes. know? And so like now that's all I'm paying attention to. And this week it opened with like this song. <laughs> and I don't know the beat. Like I just wrote down the lyrics, but the lyrics were, haven't got nothing to say to you, say to you. There's nothing that I can do. I can do. <laughs> And then it just was like, we're in Solvang. And it's like, what the fuck? What the fuck are we singing here? Like, what, what are these music? And a lot of people were saying that it was Lala last week, but it wasn't Lala. No, this, it's no. definitely not Lala. And I feel like actually Lala would have done better than that. <laughs> like, boy, you are a boy. <laughs> We need to talk. That was like, (laughs) I love it. It's not the fray on this show. It's not the fray. (laughs) I know. But I loved it. And we open in solving. Everyone's waking up. And immediately we get a glimpse of Katie wearing that sir dress. I was so confused by the sir dress. (laughs) It was truly like, it took me aback. Like it took me, I couldn't find my footing. I was like, where are we? Because I thought we're in Solvang. I thought we opened with that song in Solvang. Barefoot in the sir dress. Barefoot in the fucking sir dress. It was like, what is going on? And then she just heads on into her room when she was staying with Kristen. But I love when they point out that the bed's not been slept in. Like they give the bed its moment to be like, see, this has not been remade. It was never slept in. (laughs) And also more alone time between Kristen and the camera people. Because it's just like the camera people were already there and it's just Kristen alone in the room hungover. She wasn't even, I don't even think Kristen was hungover. Like she just got so drunk that it just went away. Yeah. Like she seemed fine. I mean, the amount that she drank the night or the previous episode or like the night before, I was like, I wouldn't be alive to shoot. Like they would have to just film me under the covers for the rest of the day. Well, that's why like, which we can get to later, but I think they just keep drinking. They must, right? Like they, they must just to. keep going. Cause I, how to. could they're in their thirties. Like I'm in my, once I hit 30, it was like, I can't do that. Like I can't keep going. No. And they can keep going. All, I mean, I, yeah. I kept writing down when she would pour another glass of wine. <laughs> it just didn't stop. I said, Kristen's back on the bottle. Back on the bottle. They need a counter on the screen, like just a counter that says, <laughs> you know, number four, 
That's Kristen's number of drink. But right when Katie walks in in that surge dress, Kristen just hugged her and she's like, I love you. It was like very dramatic. And I love a dramatic moment between Kristen and anyone, really. <laughs> well, do you think it's because it sounds like they there was a lot going on? Like, Katie g- gave all the dirt. She was like, no, I'm going to tell you on camera the shit that you put us through last <laughs> night. Wait, and Candace, she said that Kristen was knocking on doors asking for cigarettes. Knocking on doors asking for cigarettes, trying to escape, like claiming that she's just going to leave the trip. And apparently she's done this all the time. Where's like she left footage? Europe, remember? Right. Where's the footage, though, Candace? Like, why is it? We have camera people in the room in the next morning. Like, where's the GoPro on Kristen? I need to see the footage of her knocking on doors asking for cigarettes. You know, there's hotel security footage that they <laughs> yes. could have found. Uh, they could imagine? have found like that. The black and white, or what's that? Like, <laughs> nighttime the night screen of just Kristen like I imagine her walking on like a stranger's doors like I don't feel like it was just the cast members doors I truly believe like deep in my soul that Kristen was knocking on strangers doors asking for marbles and I would love to see that footage I know someone has it someone has it and so another piece of footage that I just it. don't want to skate by is that Sheena was so upset the night before that no one would braid her hair that Katie wouldn't braid her hair <laughs> and Katie ended up sleeping at Sheena's and then there, there was like a quick blow by of like Sheena getting ready and by the way Sheena still didn't have her hair braided <laughs> and I just feel like at some point Poor like Sheena. we need a clip of Katie braiding Sheena's hair to show that everyone's Full okay circle. with each other I know you know I have been saying for weeks now now I'm feeling bad for Sheena like I have turned a corner and I just feel bad for the girl because they troll her every single week no one's braiding her fucking hair and I just feel bad it's like when somebody justice for Sheena (laughs) (laughs) I just feel bad for her you know I sound I feel like I sound like a smoker a little bit because I've been getting over this like flu thing and I was telling you I've they put me on prednisone, mm-hmm. which has made me insane. Like, I feel like Kristen the past week. Like, I've just been <laughs> banging on doors, banging on doors, looking for a cigarette. Like, I, <laughs> the first day, like, prednisone is like the steroid. And I didn't know, like, I went to the doctor, they gave me a shot and then like a six day supply. And I didn't know it makes you like extraordinarily hungry. It makes you have mood swings and like, <laughs> been yelling at my boyfriend, like, for nothing, like, crying at random moments. Like, I'm still. So if I sound a little off or emotional, that's why. It's the prednisone, the devil's drug. <laughs> I do not care for the it. The Kristen Dowdy. I always pronounce her name wrong. The Dodie. The Dodie. The Dodie. I know the they Dodie. just put me on the Dodie meds. <laughs> but anyway, then we cut to the Mondri and the guys are still having their guys night. And okay, we have to talk about this for a second. It's 12.05 in the afternoon. I wrote that down too. Like 12.05 in on the afternoon. Thursday, because we go back and then they we hear that it was on a Wednesday night. So this is on a Thursday. This is on a Thursday morning. Jax is fo- almost 40. I mean, I think he's 40 now in real life, maybe, or close to it. But look, I know they're filming a show about messy people, but this is too late to be sleeping at 40. It just is. It is. It just is. No, I like, I. that was a big thing. I was watching this, like, so jealous that they were just sleeping, just sleeping. hungover and sleeping in the middle of the week. I can't even imagine. I've been on prednisone, and I can't, <laughs> <laughs> although it's given me insomnia, but I, I can't imagine sleeping past noon now. No. Like, maybe when I was in college, like, maybe every once in a while, you know, whatever. But at 40, sleeping, and then they said they were out till f- after 5 a.m., Candace. Like, what the? What? Where? Where? What are, what are they doing? Nothing good happens past 2 a.m. Nothing. Nothing good. Like, that's, it's incredibly crazy that they're, to me, that they're out till 5 a.m. Like, what were they doing? We saw them in the hotel room until, you know, like last week, they showed it until maybe like 1 or 2 o'clock. Yeah. But so then did they go out after that? Because they said they were out till 5 a.m. So they must have either gone somewhere or just like stayed up partying. But that's late. That 
that's so late. It's too late. I do like that Peter's hookup got an extra screenshot, though. <laughs> like, that poor she girl. got a second moment. She can now put on her page that she's got two episodes of Vanderpump Rules. Right. She's on her IMDb. Under her belt. Yes. Everyone has a story, and she has a story. <laughs> I, I was happy that they did give her that little credit because I feel like she, you know, she earned it. <laughs> she, she did. It. But I'm just shocked that, look, I don't mean to judge because we like to watch these people be messy, but I just thought like 12.05 PM, like Jax is 40. And even if he wasn't, I'm not trying to age shame. Like everyone should be able to have fun at any age they want. But this is in the middle of the week. This is a Thursday. What about what's going to happen to the beer cheese company? Right. And it's like, the, you're going to exactly. have to get up earlier to start selling that beer cheese. Exactly. And this isn't, I don't know. This They just need to be going to bed at an earlier time. I would just feel more comfortable with that. So then back in Solving, the girls are going to another winery. And I wrote in my notes, how are they alive? <laughs> I don't know how they were alive. How are they alive? Although Lala was fresh as a daisy. And she wasn't drinking because it was... Ran- this is confusing to me. The whole Lala drinking, not drinking. She said she wasn't having a drink because of Randall. So it wasn't her choice. Because La- I, I had been under the impression that it was like her choice to stop drinking i see i thought it was i kind of assumed it was randall and mm. she kind of mentioned that and breezed by it but then i was like that's really i, I at first i was like wow that's got to be some deep relationship thing that they both agreed to not drink at least it's both of them right. and then like realizing which we'll get more more into later in the episode about things going on with her dad. Like I, I remembered that in this moment and I was like, Oh, she's been going through a lot and she did not seem like normal Lala. Right. Like no, I was missing drunk Lala at this Me point too. in the episode. Me too. Me too. You know, I feel like Lala has been off this whole season, but I understandably because she had a huge yeah. loss. So yes. I totally get it. But yeah, it's, it's not the same Lala this season. And I mean, hopefully, you know, it's a grieving process. So hopefully yes. And so that's when I was watching being like, okay, you know what? Maybe this is about something bigger than just like a boyfriend telling his girlfriend like, hey, you got a little messy. Maybe we shouldn't drink for a while. You know, what do you make of this season? Are you enjoying this season? Or do you feel like, how, where do you feel like it stacks up compared to other seasons? I mean, I don't think you can ever top like the shocking reveal of Kristen and Jax. Right. I mean, I know. I know. Because I've been a little bit let down by this season. I still love it and still the best show on TV. But yes, there's been something that's been off. And, you know, Lala's been a little off. I feel like a lot of them have been a little off their game. And maybe they're just maturing. But Well, and everyone's got crazy family stuff going on. I do love that. I kind of like the crazy family stuff. I I mean, I know it's just like everyone's got it. Everyone's got it going on. And then like the trad, there's a lot of tragedy. Yeah. So it's kind of like, this feels like kind of a growth year for everybody, right. which isn't as scandalous, but it's. Right. You know, when I interviewed Stasi, I was shocked to hear her say that her and her mom aren't talking. That's so sad. I know. I, it know. Made me sad. I couldn't imagine having that like visually just on the television. Right. It's, it would be so tough to watch your mom act like that and yes. say some of the things she said. Uh, let's talk about Brittany for a second. Now, Brittany said that she isn't drinking this day because she got sick throwing up. Yes. Now, from tequila. From tequila. But I didn't notice Brittany that drunk. Was I just not paying attention to her? No, I think everybody was drunk. I think Kristen was so drunk, it was hard to pay attention to anyone else's drinking. But <laughs> I also, was the I the only one that was like, well, usually if you drink too much tequila, you do throw up. Like, yeah, that's not, it's not like no one's ever, like, that's like the number one thing right. that people throw up from. I know, Brittany's just like, well, I, you know, I couldn't do it. I, I had, 
Something's wrong with my and stomach. And also, Dr. Sheena, I just want to say, I Googled agave allergies, and that's not real. Like, it is real. Actually, people are allergic to agave, but it, you get hives, and you get, like, red itchy. Your throat swells. You don't just start throwing up. Right. So don't worry, Brittany. I don't think you have an agave allergy. Right. And I love that she said, y'all, what if I can't drink anymore? What if I can't drink anymore? I am on the brim. I, what if I can't do it? I, Brittany, it was making me laugh so hard because it reminded me of my brother, Brian. I have two brothers. And when my oldest was getting married, we had like a bachelor party in Vegas. My brother, Brian, was like taking shots like crazy. Like he just kept taking shots, yeah. shots, shots. And then he got really sick. And then like the next day and, and to this day, he'll tell the story and I'll say, oh, yeah, I think somebody roofied me that night. It's like, Brian, you did yeah. not. You just drank too much. Like we all watched you like taking these just straight shots constantly. It was like that. I think they even flash back to that scene of Jack's, Jack's like, taking yes, seven like shots. Like the seven like, shots. Right. I counted them out too. Seven <laughs> shots. What if I can't drink anymore? <laughs> um, I have to, I, I really wanted to take a moment to talk about these wine tasting outfits. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yes. Because, <laughs> I was looking at my notes and I have them written down too. <laughs> I couldn't get over them. Um, first of all, Ariana, I love. I think between her and Stassi, like they're my favorites. And I just love that she's her outfit. She's wearing this like button down, like long shirt with shorts underneath, but it kind of looks like a shirt dress, like Tom Cruise coming out in the socks. Mm -hmm. Like that could be her shirt dress. And then the thigh high Stuart Weitzman's boots. Right. Yeah. It was a good look. It was a great and like just rocking it for wine tasting. You know, I, I feel like Ariana just, you can tell that she's over, like she's not interested in anything that's going on a lot of the times. Like I just will watch her and it's like other people be fighting or talking about drama and Ariana's just like not even giving a shit. No, she's like, she's let's like, go play cornhole. <laughs> right. And I feel like she's like, she knows that she's on the show. Like she's with Tom. She's on the show. She's like, I'm just, I don't give a fuck. Like you guys do what you want to do. Like I'll be off in the corner playing <laughs> cornhole. <laughs> not caring, drinking my wine. Uh, what about the other shirts? I felt like they were all wearing James May because a lot of the shirts had... <laughs> yes, I, Sheena was wearing James May, I think. Always choose Dare. That was <laughs> Sheena's shirt. But also, did you notice Sheena's shoes? She's no, still rocking the, the sneaker wedges. Is she really? Rocking the sne sneaker wedges. I didn't clock that. I was like busy trying to type down their shirt saying... <laughs> <laughs> Kristen uh, with Kristen the lime, was, lime I believe green in stardust. Bra. I believe in stardust with her lime green bra. Do you remember when James May, like the first iteration of James May, where like they there was just poor grammar on the shirts and none of those things made sense? It's like I is home. <laughs> it's like what? Like, what the fuck did you say, Kristen? <laughs> They're crazy. But now they they seem to have worked them out, and so now they have inspirational things like I believe in stardust or always choose dare. Yes, or yeah. the one Kristen was originally wearing at the top of the episode, which was I need to talk to you for a sec. <laughs> <laughs> Which was so appropriate because she really needed to talk to everyone for a sec. I need to talk to you for a sec. Yeah. <laughs> I just can't wait till they start using. I, I want James May to just like fully embrace all the quotes on this show. So I want to yes. just see like, you know, maybe I have an agave allergy on a shirt, you know, just whatever it is. I would love that shirt. I know. Let's, I would make We should make that. Let's just do it. it. I know yes. we should. So then we see Kristen and Stassi talking and Stassi tells Kristen like what she said on camera because last week she revealed that big thing and Kristen took it good. I thought Kristen, I, I thought I would have expected Kristen to blow up at Stassi, but she didn't. I felt like they had the conversation before they had it on film. Mm, you're right. Candace, like they had right. to have had a conversation where she was like, look, I said it last night and I'm sorry. And Kristen was obviously upset, but Kristen can't come back at her with anything because look at how she acted the night before. Right. She was a hot mess. And luckily, like in, I don't want to call it in the, like 
the sober day because they're still drinking wine. Like Kristen's back <laughs> on that rosé. She's black. She doesn't even know where she is. Horn glasses. <laughs> but this was such a sweet moment between yeah. like, I like this kind of female friendship representation because it shows that like everyone can be mad at each other and be at like the worst version of themselves. But at the core of it, like Stassi's there to really talk Kristen up. She's right. like, you deserve better than this. Right. And whatever spiral you're spinning down, like you have to get yourself out of it and we're going to be here to cheer you on. And right. I found it to be so tender. Uh, you know what? I'm feeling it to be tender now as we're talking about it. You know, I think everyone hates Kristen except for me. I feel like I'm the only one who's like team Kristen in the world like that watches. Do you like Kristen? On the show, I don't. But following um, and stalking Instagrams, I do. Because yeah. everyone's like, she she will be there. Like, I do think right. that Kristen right. is a ride or die friend. That's exactly what I was going like, to say. They all love her. Back. So I believe that the literally the whole cast, even the ones that she's betrayed, <laughs> they love. They genuinely seem to love her. Like, they seem to support her. And they seem to embrace that she has this crazy side of her. But they do all seem to really like her. Even Sheena, like, who seems to have it on the outs with the rest of the cast. Like, they all seem to love Kristen. So I think deep down, Kristen is a good person. I believe that. I know people will DM me and say, I hate Kristen. <laughs> I think she has a role that she fills within the show. And I'm sure that there's a lot more to her outside of it. But I'm loving the role that she fills. Like, me too. Like, yeah. jumping over that fence this season, like, uh, crazy. But if you needed a friend to jump over a fence for you, mm-hmm. she will be first in line. Right. That speaks volumes. You know, I people were telling me that Jax was interviewed on a show called The Bitch Bible with Jackie Schimmel, and she's great. But apparently, I didn't listen to the interview, but he said that there's things that James has done off camera that, like, aren't allowed to get out or something like that. Ooh. I, forgive me, I didn't listen but everyone should go listen, and I'm going to after this. But yeah, apparently there's like Jax had said, which I don't know if I believe Jax because Jax has lied about everything. But just throwing that out there. Um, let's cut to Tom Tom. So we Tom Tom meet with LVP, and there's this whole thing about this mixologist, and I think this whole thing is shady. Some, this is shady, although it had a good resolution at the end. This whole Tom Tom mixology thing. It's shady to me, though. So I looked up Sly, the mixologist. I love you. Just to read. (laughs) I love you. you. Just to get, just to kind of, you know, check the facts. And she is. She's like, for, she's been in the business for 12 years, and that is her job. She comes into a new workspace and makes sure that, that their beverage system is going to be easy, easily trained. And also that it's going to come in on budget. That is her job. It's beyond just like who makes the cooler cocktails. She comes in with the business sense so that the restaurant can do well and that the bar can do well. It does make sense because you can make the best drinks in the world, but they can't be cost profitable. Yes. Like they, they showed like a clip later in the episode of like foam and these diamond ice cubes. Like I have those big square ice cube things and I don't even make those. You know why? Because it takes too long. <laughs> I know. I have those too. Like, have and those, then who, the whiskey ice cubes yes, or something. Or the spheres. Like, they were on an Oprah list, I think, at one point, And I, so I bought 10. Oh, they were on my wedding registry. Like why did I? Re- I registered for those. I was like, I no, we're going to make these giant fucking ice cubes. I get it. I can be easily sold on anything. You could yeah. see I have Space Jam merch here, so I <laughs> I will order literally anything. Especially if Oprah tells me. I have these socks that I, I was like really ill. <laughs> I was really ill this past week, and I tried to put on these Oprah socks that I had bought like two years ago. They were like slippers from her favorite things list. 
the hottest fucking socks I've ever worn in my life. Like literally, like no one, I don't care. I know I'm in LA, but you could be in a, an igloo and they would be too hot on your feet. Like, I don't know. Do they warm up or are they just like wool? They're just like, they're so, they're wool, but they're like layered. It's, it's literally like four inches thick. Like you put them on your feet and it's like, you could, I don't know. You could be in Antarctica and I didn't say that right. But. It's the steroids. Yeah, it's the prednisone. Yeah. But you, it's like so fucking thick. I'm like, who would wear these? I put them on for two seconds. And I was like, get these off. Yeah. And then I started crying because of the prednisone. No. <laughs> it was a mess. Um, I also wanted to give a shout out to whoever chose this song going into the Tom Tom Sly mixologist meeting. Because I did write down these lyrics. Oh my God, please And they share. were, oh, oh, oh. Anything is possible. <laughs> Inspirational. Yes. <laughs> I, I love these songs now. Like I've never, it's like a whole new world has opened up to me with these uh, transitional songs. They're just amazing. Um, so yes, I know. So we, we were at Tom Tom Sly. Everyone's nervous that none of the cocktails are going to make it onto the menu. Lisa's coming in hot. Yeah. Lisa's been coming in hot a lot with these guys. Yes. Yeah. But I was so excited by the next scene. <laughs> Wait, are you talking about that when we cut to the Solvang horse riding? Yes. yes. The horse riding. I'm like, did they know they were going to go horseback riding in these outfits? And it's coming back to these outfits. Right, the outfits. And also I love like, because two of them were horseback. Was it Ariana and... Uh, and um, Sheena. And Sheena were the ones... Or, yeah, was oh, it? Those no, Lala. Two? Lala. No, it was Lala and Ariana. Ariana and Lala. Yeah, yes. they, so they were... But what I loved was like the rest of their girls, they didn't know what to do. And I feel like we've all been in that position where it's like you're in a group thing and it's like only a couple of them are doing like the group event. And so the rest are like, well, should I take pictures of this? So like Katie was like sort of videoing Ariana, but you could tell she was just doing it because she felt like she needed something to do. So it was like, she's never going to look at that video of Ariana horseback riding. <laughs> like, it's like she's never going to do anything with it. It's just taking up space on her phone. Like she's just going to have all this video of Ariana horseback riding riding it was like she probably filmed her for 10 minutes because she's like well i don't know what to do now i katie can you please post the video of ariana <laughs> horseback riding and then we'll find something to do with it know, we <laughs> we'll set some right. music maybe like lady gaga bradley cooper shallow like yes. playing in the background yes i would love that i mean because there was they were all taking video Kristen was like kind of like looking around there she's like what do i do and then she just took out her phone <laughs> i feel like i do that at concerts a lot like when other people are yeah. taking video you're like well i guess i should too and you're never going to watch it again. No, you'll never but see it But I love that their options were, do we take pictures and video, or do we try to find out if this horse has a penis or not? Like, those were the two, <laughs> the like, two things the two say. other options. <laughs> and also, usually when you have a big group, if only two people want to do something... Do so, like, split off. Yeah. Yeah, why aren't they splitting off? And also... Was yeah? Was there nothing else to do there? Like there had to have been something else, like play cards. I don't know, solitaire. But why would you wear those outfits to go horseback riding? Right. I mean, well, they needed to get that James May promo in, so they just <laughs> threw anything together. <laughs> I wish Katie was still wearing that sir dress. Oh my gosh, that would have been great. Yeah, that would have um, been good. I, this is the first time in the episode where I really took notice that Lala was just off her game. Like Lala right. was not the Lala we've known because she went horseback riding and kept referring to like. This idea of having this animal, like big breathing animal between her legs right. and then never made a sex joke. She never did. You're right. She never she made a sex it. joke. She missed it. Missed her mark. Yeah. And that's all she, she know. that's like her thing. That's her bread and butter. And yes. I'm upset about it now. You know, she had that very uh, talk with that intense talk with Stasi, And I did feel, I, that was, I felt really bad for Lala. She seems so upset. She really does. I was crying. Yeah. I was too. crying when her and Stasi were talking about her dad. Yeah. It was so sad. And it was very sad. Well, and then this is the and even the more most tender moment of Lala saying, 
like that she found out that Randall called her dad to ask her for her I know. Hand. Now, what do you make of Randall? I don't know if I like him, though, because some of the other things she was saying about Randall later were troubling. This is a this is not this episode is not a good look. No, but but also like they made him sympathetic right here with that horseback riding scene, and then later on it was like they dropped the bombshell. Well, she didn't know then. I know she didn't know then. I really don't think she did because also by the way she's wearing her she's wearing her Gucci slides. Right, those Gucci slides that he threw in her her face. Yes, she's wearing them horseback riding. I didn't even notice that. Oh yeah, Candace. I saw. Oh my God, I was like, I wrote it down on page two. You should just Lala take was wearing the, the Gucci slides <laughs> for wine tasting, and then she wore them horseback riding. Wow, wow, Bethany, wow, I missed that. <laughs> I missed that. Okay, so then, yeah, that was so that was a sad, sweet scene between them. Then we cut back to Tom, Tom, and uh, not Tom, Tom. We cut back to Tom and Tom. They go to a bar with Jax, and Jax says he can't drink, but then he ultimately drinks. And look, they need to stop. <laughs> I I was I was exhausted by that point of the I was like I get right. ja- if Jax is saying I can't drink anymore it's too much whoa and also it's too much but he came in hot trying to stir the pot I did not appreciate this like oh what so oh see I like that him talking to Tom and Tom about like their drink menu right I'm like you're just trying to stir the pot and get them all like pissy with Lisa uh-huh. See, I like that because I thought, oh, Jax is trying to make a good show here. I know. <laughs> it's like Jax, Jax is trying to make a good show. But also, I think on some level, I also think Jax might be a little bit jealous that Tom and Tom have this great bar. And so I almost think a lot of it was like him ribbing them was like him being a little bit jealous about this whole thing. I know. I think so, too. Yeah. And do you, But do you really think that Sandoval would try to back out of the deal or do you think he just knew he was on TV and he's going to say, you know, I don't know. I'm like, I have so many questions about this whole deal. Like I've been talking about the term sheet. Like I'm confused about what it entails. I wouldn't be surprised if there still is no contract in place. Like I, cause I don't think we've, we've seen like a exchange of an envelope, but it's just an empty envelope. envelope. And wasn't at the end of last season, at the reunion, I think it was revealed that they hadn't signed a contract yet and we haven't seen them sign anything. So I wouldn't be surprised if like any of them backed out. Like if Lisa, if this was all a, you know, a storyline or something and then Lisa was like, okay, we're, you know, it's not working out. So we're not going to ultimately follow through with the contract. I don't know. I just, that's what I. Well, that's where it's hard because on one hand, I get it for the sake of the storyline of the show. But then on the other hand, part of me is like, you guys, like, you have to, I'm sure you guys have good business sense. Like, do you? The, Are you sure about I that? I don't know, but <laughs> you know that restaurants more expensive than $100,000, like, for the startup fee. And there's a lot more money being dumped into it. Right. And also, these are people that have run successful restaurants, like, all over the world. Maybe just listen to them a little bit. And if your drink doesn't end up on the menu the first go around, just know maybe within the year. Maybe later. Maybe later. Yeah. Like, wouldn't you want to just learn, 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 learn? I mean, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That, yeah. That's where... Have you been to Tom Tom? Not yet. Oh my God, we should go. I know, I, I'm kind of nervous because I feel like, you know, they say don't meet your heroes. Yeah. So I'm scared. I'm going to like go to Pump or go to Sir or go to Tom Tom and then it'll all be ruined for me. And I don't like, I don't want to see what's behind the green curtain. I totally get that. I would also just recommend that I feel like they know how to make sure that that curtain's still closed a little bit, you know, when you go there. So it's still thrilling. 
Yeah. Like, and is I feel James like, still in the closet upstairs, I, I always, <laughs> sitting oh on the God, toilet Gina, paper? Like, Quasimodo, just sitting up there in the toilet paper in the fan. <laughs> Like looking at it, wearing those white underwear that we see. In the- <laughs> so a couple of the quotes that I loved, I loved like Tom's confession, Tom Schwartz's confessional in this one. And I loved him like really taking in what would happen if like Tom Sandoval oh, yeah, wasn't yeah. there. Cause he said, because without Tom, there's no Tom, Tom. And I don't want to go forward with just Tom. Wow. Shakespeare can never. I <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like when he was saying it, he was like thinking as he was saying it, like, this makes sense. This makes sense. And then he stopped afterwards and he's like, yeah, my job killed it. It's every confessional with these people. Yeah. I know. These people do give really good confessionals. And I feel like, of course, they've been on TV forever. But if you compare like the Vanderpump Rules confessionals to like Housewives or something, Housewives feel very, uh, you could tell that they have writers mm-hmm. in their confessionals. Whereas Vanderpump Rules, a lot of times they'll give a great confessional line that doesn't feel as like written by a writer, you know, like. On Beverly Hills Housewives, I, and I know a lot of the housewives have writers that do certain confessional things. That's so fascinating. Right. And not every, not all of them. But, but I feel like on Vanderpump Rules, I don't think any of them have writers. And I feel like a lot of times they're funny. Yeah. No, they're really funny. I wonder, though. I'm sure a couple of them might have writers. Well, I, there's got to be a few, like, exposition, yeah. like, one-offs or and, I like, wonder how singers. much like, producers are like, hey, this is a good confessional line. Or something like that. You know, like they show them a clip and they're like, say this line. Or well, you something. gotta I ask. You I know, have I the end. I know, I need to ask. It's a question I need I to know. add to my list. Is it weird? <laughs> I like, just ask them like stupid questions. Like, what's your aim screen name? <laughs> <laughs> is it weird though, like hanging out with the cast outside of the, sh- like watching the show? A little bit, a little bit. I mean, not that I'm hanging out with them much or anything like that, but when I'm interviewing one of them, something, it's like, it, they're also super nice though. Yes. Like, I feel like I always think they're gonna be a monster because. I mean, all of the reality TV people, you see them in there. A lot of them are monsters on TV. But, you know, Kristen's the one who I've, I've like met for like one second, but she's the one like for me where it's like, I don't even know if I want to pull that curtain yeah. back. You know what I mean? Like, I just want to keep her from a distance and, yep. because I love her. Don't meet your heroes. Don't meet my heroes. And so yep. she's one. But, uh, okay. So then the girls return on their, uh, what I call the Peter Jennings, their private jet. Yes. And, they were drinking beers on this private jet. And I thought, how are you doing this? Like, Still going. Still Back on the going. bottle. And then I love how they did like a 96 minutes later. And they were, showed Sheena and Katie working at Sir. And then it made sense why Katie had the Sir dress. Right. That like tied up that Sir dress storyline for me. Okay, here's a problem I have. I don't know if you saw this past week, but People Magazine did a spread on Vanderpump Rules. And they talked about these people working there. And it was revealed that they don't really work there, right? Like they, Katie doesn't work there. You know, I, I forget who was interviewed in this piece. But for the most part, they don't really work there because it's not easy to do. So I, I which of course, I think a lot of us have known for a while. Yeah. Right? Like we know that they don't, aren't really working there all the time or like a regular schedule there. But I wondered how damaging this, maybe not damaging is the right word, but this People Magazine article, I thought, why did they do this? Like, because then it does pull back that curtain that we talk about. And I thought, did they, should they, was this a good move to make on their part? Because now when we see a scene like Katie and Sheena showing up to Sir 96 minutes later, we know that they're not really working there. This is all for the cameras. Well, how many, se- are we seven seasons in now? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Um, I think that eventually they're going to have to transition into their own yeah. things. Like, by season 10, if they're still working at Sir, I think that's going to raise more questions. Right. So I think they have to start putting that out mm-hmm. there. And also, I'm sure people come into town 
and like flock these restaurants just to see them. Right. And if they're like going to be disappointed that they're not there, like at least they're getting the truth now. Right. But you know, I, I think it's, yeah. I think it's time for them to transition. I don't think they have to be working at Sir. Like I'll still watch it without them working at Sir. Me too. I would too. Yeah. You know, it's also interesting. They do have to be there all or not have to, but they do go there all the time. So they are usually there, but they're not working. But they don't, I asked Stasi, like, they don't make an appearance fee, which if, if you're a famous person who goes to a club, like, you make an appearance fee. And they're expected to go to these places. And that's shady to me. And, that's interesting. you know, Stasi was saying, like, well, it just sort of gets lost in the shuffle there because it's like, you know, they're expected to go to these places, but then it's like kind of because of Bravo expects it. And then also like the restaurants expect it. And so it's like who pays or whatever. But I find that there's something weird there. I mean, they got to be getting some free goat cheese balls at this point. Right. Like I mean, if they're not <laughs> drinking for free and eating for free, like at least bare minimum. Right. Bare right. minimum. Meanwhile, back at Pump, uh, the Pump restaurant, there's an Equality California event that Billy Lee is hosting and James is DJing. And James asks LVP what he needs to do for his job back. And she says, you might never get your job back. Do you think James should get his job back? No, I don't think that James should get his job back. And I think that this scene was the perfect example of why. Like, he thinks that he thinks the way that he's speaking to Lisa Vanderpump is totally appropriate. I don't know if like he grew up with her as like a family friend. And that's why he thinks this. But regardless, she's his superior. So... He needs to show her some respect. He was talking over her. He was yelling at her. And this was in five seconds of him asking for his job back. Right. Like, it, I, it, not, it, it just makes me all very con- He does not deserve his job back. Absolutely not. Because of beyond of whatever is going on with him and the rest of the cast, that's separate. Like, he can mm-hmm. stay on the show great tv exactly you exactly like well, i don't know why we can't keep him on the show but like not have him working there although i and yeah i don't know i know he brings in people for his night like his dj night but like he, he can work at another restaurant there are a million places for him to dj that would hire that we him can watch on tv we could watch him working at another restaurant on tv yes i don't understand why it's particular to this Yeah, I don't know. There's some weird stuff going on there, too. And I think there's behind the scenes thing where it's like people want him on the show because he makes good TV. But then so then there's this weird line of walking of like, well, should we hire him back or should we get rid of him completely? It's like a weird. Well, and he's crossed the line. It's not like he fell down drinking like he's done and said some some dark stuff. Jack's too. You're right. You're right. You're right. They should both be held accountable. But I did like seeing Billy Lee like shining this episode i know billy lee's gotten a terrible edit the whole i'm not saying that billy lee hasn't done you know crazy things but i feel like billy lee's gotten a short end of the stick this season i yes i'm glad that she's kind of getting a chance to kind of like get up like on a new foot and be like hello here i am right not yelling at lala and having lala yell at her like she's getting to like i like yeah Anyway, I like that we got to see a happy Billy Lee in this episode. You know who I was also happy to see this episode? Christina Kelly, who I lovingly <gasps> refer to as Kathy, like because I couldn't think of her name a few weeks back. But Kathy was <laughs> Kathy was in this episode. She had a whole big scene at her house. I was like so thrilled for Kathy. I was like, oh my god, there she is. We haven't seen her in forever. And beautiful house in Santa Monica. A cute house. She's Love had it. like a cute short haircut that I really liked. Like she looks amazing. Yeah, she looked like she was living a good life. She had a little barbecue. And I liked it. But before we get to the barbecue, right. can we talk about um Bo's so, win bonus? Yes. <laughs> yes. And his one. confessional. Has he been in a confessional yet this season? He has been. But okay. there, uh, yes. Was the wooden bow tie in that one as well? Was it a I wooden think bow tie? The bow tie was. Okay. 
I know he's cute, right? Like he's, he's so he's cute, very cute, and he's so like lovable on the in, on the show. He's got like his floral pocket square, a wooden bow tie, and he's in a confessional talking about how he doesn't want to wear pajamas on an airplane because he's scared he's going to get wind boners. <laughs> I know, and I'm confused because I'm like, if you like. I, I don't know. Like, if you're wearing shorts, do you get a wind boner, or is it only specific to pajamas? Well, no. I think you're. I think it could be shorts. It could be like any sort of softer fabric. You know what I mean? But uh, you know, I would say it's less likely if you're wearing like a, you know a harder fabric. But yeah, I think it could be shorts or. And on a plane, you know, there's b- bursts of wind all the time. So it's you know, I get what Bo was saying. I just never heard of this before. Yeah, I mean, it's. I'm wondering when they're going to shift on Bo and he's going to get a bad edit because he's gotten such a good edit. And I'm not saying he's not a good person, but all of these people, like, they get good and bad edits every season, except for Sheena always has a bad edit. (laughs) But I wonder if, like, next season we're going to see some, like, bad stuff with I don't know. I think he's just adorable. And then he comes in on his scooter. What was that cute scooter he rode in on? He rode in on a scooter into their apartment hunking, like, hey, honey, I'm home. I don't you know. You look like a blonde Ray He's got to have something, though, right? Like, he's got to have some weird cork. I mean, he's, I know. he's quirky, but. I don't know. I like him. Yeah, I do too. I mean, everything they show of him, I like. But I just imagine next, I feel like next season, he's going to get some, there's going to be something that happens where he gets a little bit of a bad at it. Oh, no. That I don't makes know. me nervous. Then we see that, uh, so that um, Sly is back. We see that meeting with Sly. And. <laughs> I wrote in my notes that Schwartz is a bit of a pushover and Katie is tough and that's why they work. That's, Ooh. You know, that's... Yeah, you right, gotta have right? the yin and the yang. Yeah. I know that scene, we already talked about that scene, but let's talk about Kathy's house party, the okay. barbecue. So, Kristen and Carter show up with, like, so much tension. They clearly hate each other, I think. Kristen and Carter. I mean, they're fighting in the car before they even get out. I know. And knowing that they can't... They're mic'd up. They're mic'd up. And it looked like a real fight to me. It didn't look like something like, let's pretend for the cameras or something. It looked like they genuinely hate each other. But do you think that they'd been fighting so much off camera that Kristen was kind of just like, okay, screw it. Like, yeah. you want to play this game, I'm going to fight with you on camera? Yeah, I do. I do. Yeah. Do you? Yes. Yeah. She had to be over it because she already knew also that that episode was going to have all these talks of them. And like, I know so they late. were, and they were even talking about how they were in therapy and that... I think therapy is fantastic, and I encourage everyone to go in therapy, both separately and in a relationship. Agreed. But it does it does make me. I do have like a little bit of a hesitation when couples get into couples therapy so early in their relationships, and I, I don't know how long have they been in therapy. Or I, don't, I don't know how long have how long have they been together. That's the one part I, I didn't figure out. Yeah, I think. I, I'm not saying they shouldn't be. I'm not saying couples shouldn't be in therapy early in the relationship. I'm just saying it's maybe cause for. A little bit of a red flag. Well, they're living together. I think they've got to have, they must have been together. He's in the front. Like if he's in the, when the, the still of all of them in the introduction to Vanderpump rules. You're right. So So they've been together a while. I'm guessing like two years. So maybe it's, I mean, I'm not trying to, I love therapy. No, here, I I love therapy too. I think couples therapy, separate therapy, uh, we're all about it. But what you know to never do when you, once you've been to couples therapy is tell your partner that the therapist Therapist obviously sides with you. That was so fucked up. I was like that. Candace, like that 
that made me so mad. Like when he said that, when Carter said the therapist always sides with me, like that's so fucked up. First of all, it was petty. And second of all, if that's what you really think, Carter, keep that in your inside voice. Like there is no reason to be saying that out loud on camera. And also it's a low blow. It's such a low blow. When she's obviously trying to talk to you. I know. And then he was saying like, Kristen has a lot of bad days and yeah. But do you, I feel like that is completely part of being in a relationship. Like you come home, if you've had a stressful day, you vent about your day. Like I was team Kristen on this one. Like, I know I feel like they're editing. I know they're editing this, (laughs) but at the same time, like, you know, she's allowed to come home from a bad day. I know. I felt bad for her. And I just wrote, he needs, she needs to dump him. Like the things that he said in this episode were like grounds enough to be like, okay, bye Carter. And Kristen's not perfect. She's obviously a mess, but. Well, he's still posting her. pictures of her as of a week ago. I know. And how much I, he loves her. Right. And I think that I think they're, they're together. together. I think they like are on the, <laughs> they're on the brim of freaking out. Like, <laughs> I, think, I think they're on the brim of breaking up. But when you watch, I don't know how you, like, this is what's fascinating to me about um reality tv actors or but that they uh, like TV actors actors. <laughs> um but that they're able to be in these relationships and have like some really tough times on screen not just once but that they rewatch again i know and then have to like fucking blog about it for bravo tv.com oh my gosh i know and sit on a couch together next to each other i know i know i couldn't do it i could never Oh, I also want to say, Jax, when he walked into Kathy's house, he said uh, he doesn't like the West Side because he wants to be able to stumble home. Yeah. And I thought, you're 40. <laughs> I think, like, no, I'm not trying to age shame again. I think, I've, you know. But he I'm did a saying, lot of stumbling that week. I'm just like, saying, we maybe, all have weeks like that, but. Right. But I just think, like, maybe you shouldn't look for a house where you want to stumble home. I, my opinion. <laughs> uh, also, Ariana showed up at this party in a jean dress and maybe one of Tom's hats. I think, I swear, I think like they share hats and I love that. <laughs> You're right. I saw that you posted recently that they love their hats on this right. show. They're doing a lot of hat work this season. It's like everyone's got new hats. There's very big brimmed hats everywhere. Every single cast member, ones I wouldn't expect. It's like, I never would have expected James to be wearing hats. James is wearing, in, uh, you know, interesting hats. Lisa's always worn hats, but Schwartz is wearing hats. Ariana's wearing hats, which I never really expected. <laughs> I mean, literally the whole crew is wearing hats. So, oh, back at Tom Tom, ten drinks go through. That's what happened with Sly. Oh, oh, we gosh. also saw Pandora and her husband, and I hate them. <laughs> I love that side note. I also love when Sly was like building up the scene, and she just started like list, like trying to like drag like Tom and Tom about their drink ingredients. And she's like, "Yeah, it doesn't matter if you want to throw like Kermit the Frog's whiskers in, or crickets, or serrano peppers, or salt and pepper, or strawberry rhubarb, and just like had like a list of like twenty things, to, and their eyes just like." The defeat in their faces. <laughs> I wonder how long she went to. I feel like she probably went way longer, and it was just, she just went for ten minutes like a Judd Apatow movie. <laughs> <laughs> the outtakes, yes. she just keeps on going and just listing shit. And then they're like, "Okay, we need to cut this down." <laughs> Sly's doing too much improv on set. But then they prevail. <laughs> I was just the whole scene. I wasn't even paying attention because I was just seething at Pandora and her husband. I just do not like them, and I have no reason why. I just do not like. Them. I did write down like, why are they there? Why are they there? Why are, are they, they investors ever there? or no? Well, I mean, it was revealed that Pandora was the one doing the cocktail list a while back. Like, she, she like, had t- taken over it or something. I just, I don't know, something about her. I mean, I obviously hate Ken. And and I love, I do love Lisa. Like, I don't want to, I don't hate the whole family. Just most of it. I just, like, just something about, and I love everyone else on the show. I love all the uh, the kids. <laughs> I love the kids. <laughs> the children. But something about Pandora children. and her husband and Ken just really irks me. And I have no 
rationale or reason. And I apologize to those that love her. Although I don't think anyone does. Otherwise, we'd see. I just wish it was explained. I would have liked an explanation because I went in. I'm less screen time the better with her. Like get her off. I don't want my eyes to have to look at her. Her husband's cute too, and I don't have any reason not to like him. I just don't, Candace. So then Lala reveals that her and Rand are having trouble, and this was that scene where we learn about Randall and the Gucci slides, and that he threw them in her face, yeah. and he said, "Guess what, honey? There's a lot of." Oh, no. No, no. <laughs> that would have been Lala. hilarious if he said that. No, he said, I want you to remember. I want you to remember. Like, what a fucking dick. Oh, I got so mad. Like, this did not look good. And this is, this, yeah, this Lala is what crying. makes me, this is where I get so confused at reality TV sometimes because I'm like, oh my gosh, like, I don't, there, no, no, no one's making any of this up. No, it's all happening. Sheena Shea style. Also, did you notice Britney's face this whole time? Like, Lala was talking about this like Gucci slides and everything and Britney's just watching she's like what's happening like Britney was totally out of her element she's like I don't even know the words that are coming out of your mouth like she just looks so <laughs> she looks so confused and she's like I was not expecting that for sure when like, like that's what she said it was like she because Lala's just like Randall threw the Gucci slides in my face and said like you know and then I said guess what honey there's a lot of dick out there for me to suck to get on a PJ and then Britney said <laughs> Britney said that wouldn't have been me. <laughs> <She's> a, <laughs> that wouldn't have been where my head went first, but at least Lala's optimistic about the future. <laughs> I love that, Brittany. It was so good. Brittany really was great in this episode. From her, like she had a star making turn this she episode. Did. She did. Yeah, she really she did. Episode. And she had a great wine tasting outfit. She had a floral like dress ready to walk down the aisle. Like she looked beautiful. Big win she for was Brett. supportive throughout this whole episode. Um, what. I l- appreciated about Lala here as well. Is she said that the, that she could pay for her rent because apparently Randall's paying the rent. She could buy a car because apparently she just drives his cars. But she said that the only real difference in her life would be that she would not be flying around on a private jet to Mykonos. Yes. Which got me thinking, like, now that Randall and Lala are back together, can they please take the private jet to Mykonos for Lindsay Lohan Beach Club? Uh. Candace, your can, mouth to God's ears. Like, your mouth to Dina Lohan's ears. I would love that. Can we see this crossover? <laughs> I know. We need a crossover. We need we it. We need it. We need it. We need it. Also, I mean, I want to see them take the PJ, the Peter Jennings, to another place that's not 20 minutes away. Because that that's a second guess in my head because then it's like, okay, well, anyone could afford a, pri- a private jet 20 minutes away is not that expensive. But a private jet to Mykonos is very expensive. So like that very. would be more impressive to me on screen. And also it would be less... Would it be worse for the environment or better for the environment? Pro- probably worse, but like... That's neither here nor there. The point <laughs> is, I want them to take the Peter Jennings to Mykonos. Well, we obviously know that Randall and Lala are back together. Mm-hmm. And so this must have been a really interesting episode that because she never talks bad about Randall. Right. This is what was interesting to me. And like, I don't know, there's like kids involved. Like, the, Like, this was like a very this stopped me in my tracks the fact that she was being as open and on I, do, screen I do like how open she is when she ta- the way she talks is very it's very open when she says like i'll just suck another dick for a peter jennings you know what i mean and i i appreciate the openness of it but the message isn't so great <laughs> well especially this is also when she first came on to the show this was a lot of people had issues with this and she was like no i'm in love this was never just like a uh-huh. Like sugar daddy situation. Like if and I, so- I was, and Randall's obviously a monster, but if I was Randall watching that, I'd be upset that she would say something like that. They had to have talked about it before it aired. Yeah. They must have. They must and have. And by the way, I like Lala, I am 
loving you this season. Me I too. cried yeah. in yeah, the middle of the episode. Cried. Like I'm right there with you. I lo- I appreciated your Gucci slides. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I noticed I know. those. And she's going through a lot. She's going through a lot. I know. But I just thought the message, and I know we're not, it's not like the youth are, I, I don't know how young people are watching, how young of people are watching Vanderpump Rules, but I thought the message isn't so great here. It, it was... It was a rough one, but I do like that she wore the hoops. She like came in ready to drink wine, dish on what was going on, get real with her girlfriends, and she brought her big hoops back. You know what? We end the episode. I feel the same way as Brittany. I feel that wouldn't have been where my head went first, but at least Lala is optimistic about the future. So that's, <laughs> that's the end of the episode. And then we got that mid-season trailer, which showed us Lala versus James, Katie versus Tom, Kristen versus Carter, James versus Schwartz, a Mexico trip, Ariana and Stassi make out. So much making out. So much making out. And Brittany tries on her wedding dress, or a wedding dress, and she said, my body looks awesome in this. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> my body looks awesome in this. <laughs> <laughs> like, what a great, what a great, I like pause that and watch it over. And then Stassi versus Bo. Uh, we, oh, yeah. We get Adam and Sheena have a weird moment. Sheena slept with someone else. And said, but I thought about you the whole time. <laughs> I have to know more. I have to know everything. I thought about you. And he's like, okay. Like, and he showed the most emotion I've ever seen out of him. Like, we haven't seen any emotion until that point. I know. Very excited about that. And then Lala, more Lala versus Billy Lee. And then it ends with Katie versus Sandoval, which is very exciting to me because I feel like we haven't seen that dynamic play out ever. Ever. And though we know that Tom and Tom are close, so it's like, that's an interesting relationship there. And it seems like it's all about James still. I know. I know. I'm excited about that. It looked thrilling. I it thought did. it did. Yeah. It did. I My know. My body looks great in this dress. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> so it was thrilling, Candace. What an episode. Do you have I any know. other thoughts about the episode? No, just that I'm I'm excited for what's to come. I'm nervous about the fighting because I was really happy that like everybody was getting along and especially all the couples were getting along. Yeah, not for long. But not for long. Not for long. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Well, unfiltered mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine. That's where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, my listeners can use code EVERYTHINGICONIC, all together one word, at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry, your hair and skin will thank you. This episode is sponsored by Los Angeles Tourism. 
Now, y'all know I'm from the Midwest, but I've lived in California for so long, and I truly do love it here in LA. There's so much to do. My parents were just in town and said the same thing because we always have something to do when they visit. There's so much good food and drink here. There's lots of pop-ups, rooftop bars, year-round alfresco dining. I love being able to eat outside here all the time, but they really have so many different food options uh, that you can get all the time. Tons of great shopping and fashion. Uh, they just opened up a new shopping center right across the street from where we live. And it's just fantastic to be able to walk there. I love that. I love having the sun. I love the attractions, the studios, the lifestyle. You get all the Hollywood pop culture stuff that I certainly love so much. Uh, and also, you just get the wonderful weather. It's really a fantastic place. So I want to encourage you all to head to discoverla.com. Again, need more ideas for your next visit? Just head to discoverla.com. Ever since I saw Clueless, I wanted to have the most amazing wardrobe, and that includes all of the clothes inside the wardrobe closet, and that's why I'm excited to talk to you about Quince. Now, Quince has you covered with truly timeless pieces that never go out of style. You'll have them in your closet forever. Quince has all sorts of must-haves. I'm talking uh, Mongolian cashmere crewneck sweaters from $50. I have a blue cashmere crewneck sweater I got from them that I get so many compliments on all the time. I love it. Plus, iconic 100% leather jackets and versatile flow-knit activewear. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes us savings all over to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices, along with premium fabrics and finishes. Love that. Makes you feel good about shopping with Quince. Uh, again, I've gotten a lot of stuff there. Just uh, good quality pieces and a lot of different options if you're looking to upgrade your wardrobe. So indulge in the affordable luxury. Go to Quince.com slash iconic for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Quince, Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash iconic to get free shipping and 365-day returns, quince.com slash iconic. Now, Candace, most people know you from the Vampire Diaries, right? Yes, my eight seasons of Vampire Diaries. And also, you have a podcast now called Directionally Challenged. Uh, How did that come about? Um, uh, Kayla Yule and I have a podcast called Directionally Challenged. Kayla worked on the Vampire Diaries as well. We've been best friends for over a decade. And so about a year ago, we, of course, just on a random day, we're drinking wine and ended up on my bathroom floor talking about life. (laughs) (laughs) Been there. Been there, done that. And uh, we we both have been listening to so many podcasts and we were those people saying like, oh my gosh, but did you listen to this episode? And we were talking about life and I was like, why don't we start a podcast? And she was like, yes, I think other people want to hear what we have to say. And they're probably all stressing about the same things we're stressing about in life. And so that's kind of where it started on my bathroom floor. We're all stressing on the bathroom floor. I truly believe that. And uh, speaking of the bathroom floor, I'm just getting a flashback. So we talked about this a little bit before we started recording, but you're married to the lead singer of The Fray. Well, he's not the, not lead, the lead singer, singer but sorry. yeah, he, yes. him and um, Joe King, my husband, shout out to Hubs. Uh, he and uh, Isaac, uh, Isaac is the lead singer. Yes. Right. But uh, Joe is and Isaac and Ben and Dave, all, all those amazing boys. Well, because when you say bathroom floor, I think of Grey's Anatomy. And when I think of Grey's Anatomy, I think of the phrase. So that's the connection. Yes, I made and there. crying and then the whole. Yes. Right. The Were whole you a Grey's fan? I'm still a Grey's fan. Like, I'm still. I stopped on that. after. Um, 
after the ice, the igloo thing <laughs> hit <laughs> Christina sure. in the chest, sure. like broke off. And mm-hmm. that's when I had to say goodbye to Grays. But I wish I would have stuck with it because now it's I feel so like good. it's so good again. Yeah, it's good again. And I really, I mean, I'm, I will go down with that ship. It's like 15 seasons and they just were showing a commercial during the Oscars that was like the longest running medical drama. And I'm like, I'm still on board and I love it. Yes. No, um, I wish I would have committed, but I, I gave it, I gave up too soon. I know you could hop back in. It's on I Netflix. <laughs> now, Candace, I have a few remaining questions for you that I asked my guests. Okay. The first is what's your favorite Mariah Carey song? Oh, favorite Mariah Carey song, uh, heartbreaker. Good one. What, who would you choose for sexiest man alive? You can't choose your husband. Oh, sexiest man alive. Um, all my friends and I were crushing on Sean Mendes this weekend, oh, but, I know he's, yeah. but I feel like, like a know, cougar, cougar saying that. Okay. I'm like, do I sound creepy? No, we, all we were sound just creepy, saying how cute he was this weekend. He's adorable. <laughs> I, I can't know. pick my husband. When his performance with Miley at the Grammys, I was like, I love him. Yeah. I love, and I love Miley too. Uh, what, this is my new favorite question, which I'm like going to be asking everyone. What's, what was your aim AOL instant messenger screen name? Did you have one? <laughs> yes, it was frat cat. <laughs> frat cat. What? <laughs> Why? So my mom, <laughs> my mom had a summit, which sounds terrible. And it was even like when I booked vampire diaries for like a whole season until someone was like, you have to change that name. It sounds so inappropriate. <laughs> um, my mom had um, a summer camp for underprivileged kids called frat friends recreating all together. Oh. And the little logo was a, like a cartoon cat. And so when, when AOL was born, she had gotten six screen names and I got to choose from one from those so it was either frat cat or frat pack or frat friends oh my god so i, I did frat that. cat and you know some like guys in college were like ah oh, i can't get frat cat now because it's taken <laughs> <laughs> uh okay so what's your favorite phrase song Ooh, favorite phrase song is um um i i should don't let me go it's the one what's really i know i should know the name of it this is really embarrassing um this is embarrassing Candace. don't judge me hubs um, because it played with Vampire Diaries. It was like our closing out song on season one and, um, or on the pilot episode. So it was really funny. That was actually kind of our theme song as a group of friends. Anytime it'd come on, we'd all be like, oh my gosh, guys, this is a good sign. The show's going to get picked up. Yes. And then lo and behold, it's like he was right there. And you know, that's, uh, the frame music has been showing up on every show. I feel like around that time it was, they were on every show. It was like every wonderful dramatic show would play a phrase song. And yeah. I loved every single one, you know, in my, during my sickness, I've been watching uh, gossip girl. Have you ever, did you ever watch that? No, I never watched it. I am hooked. I'm on the first season and I just randomly put it on cause it was on Netflix and I was bedridden. And I had already watched the two live-action Flintstone movies. <laughs> Naturally, <of laughs> I had just I watched them in a prednisone haze, <laughs> and then I put on Gossip Girl, and I'm loving it. But the music is so it like takes me back, and I feel like I, we're almost missing that. I, Grey's Anatomy still does it, like the you know the big dramatic music montages yeah. and stuff. But I love that. And yeah, we had we had some good. We had Chris Moliere did all of our music, and he did the music for like Pretty Little Liars, and he's the best at like really big musical moments and shows, I think. Um, and it, the song is called never say never, never say never. Yes. That, wasn't that the name of their album too? N- um, or am I no. making that up? I, don't I loved it all at I once. It called- uh, I, I was just listening to them today. Cause I was like, Oh, Candace. Uh, yeah. Uh, how to save life. It's just so dramatic and beautiful. And I was like, I, I when I want to have a moment, I'll watch YouTube clips of Grey's Anatomy. On- <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> just when Izzy cut the LVAT wire, I'm just watching it and crying. <laughs> <laughs> they have another song called Happiness that I always love live too. 
Okay, That's so tell good. me about your podcast again. Where can people find it? You What's guys, it called? it's called Directionally Challenged. It's on all wherever you listen to your podcast. You can go to Spotify or Apple Podcast and subscribe. Just look up Directionally Challenged with Candace King and Kayla Yule. If you want to find us on Instagram, it's at Candace at Candace Kayla. And we will keep you updated. Uh, this week, we have a really fun Q&A episode that's out um, for all of our listeners. Next week, I think we have Michael Vlamis coming on. He's on the new season um, of Roswell and uh, Roswell, New Mexico. So They're yeah. back now. Roswell's back now. Yeah. Would uh, Vampire Diaries ever come back? Uh, no, well, they're they're still going. They're still going. Yeah. Oh, so right now that. is like they have legacies. Is the kind of okay? So okay, okay. it was Vampire you, Diaries. Ha, are you, have you been on? I haven't. No. Will you do it? Um, I, I never say never. Oh, um, call back. I know. A little throwback. <laughs> uh, but I need to watch the Vampire Diaries. Sure. You know, my boyfriend was a huge fan of it. So when we when we were talking online, my boyfriend was like so excited, and I was like, I need to watch it. But here I am watching <laughs> Gossip Girl and and Viva Rock Vegas. Stop. <laughs> I really, I love I really it. I, like, I love it. I watched the first Flintstone movie. I was like, I gotta watch. I gotta complete the trilogy. Okay, and what's your social media handle? My social media handle is at Candace King. Candace, thank you so much. This was such thank a thrill and a delight you. for me. I, you are wonderful, and I love you. And thank you for doing this. Thank you for having me. This was so fun. Icons, I'm sure I've mentioned this many a time on the show, but I use DoorDash all the time, and I'm sure so many of you are right there with me. When you need a meal, you hop on DoorDash. And that's why I'm so excited to tell you about DoorDash's Dash Pass. It's the most affordable way to get anything in your area delivered to your door helping you save lots of money, lots of time with every one of your DoorDash orders. So it's really a big saver with $0 delivery fees and lower service fees on your eligible orders. Dash Pass makes it super easy to save on restaurants or retail items, groceries, all your local favorites that deliver on DoorDash. Because I don't just get my meals. I also get a lot of groceries. You can get, again, retail items, local stuff. Dash Pass, too, pays for itself in just two orders on average, making delivery even more worth it. Plus, Dash Pass gives you special access to exclusive promotions, member-only menu items, all for just $9.99 a month. So get more from your delivery for less. Sign up for Dash Pass today only on DoorDash. Use code ICONIC24. That's ICONIC24 and get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $12 or more after signing up for Dash Pass. Subject to change, terms apply. Again, use code ICONIC24 and get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $12 or more after signing up for Dash Pass. Icons, did you ever watch True Blood? I was obsessed. I thought the men on that show, Alexander Skarsgård, Ryan Quanton, I was in love with him when that show was airing. And I thought it was just so good. And so that's why I'm so excited to tell you about the new season of the Truest Blood podcast. The Truest Blood podcast is fantastic. If you haven't listened before, it's hosts Kristen Bauer and Deborah Ann Wall, who rewatch and tell true stories from the set of HBO's iconic series, True Blood. They discuss the episodes, the blood, both fake and real, and 
includes all the sexy bites in between. And this season of the podcast, they cover seasons three and four of True Blood, uh, where there's more werewolves, witches, and vampire royalty on the show. Plus, they have really great people who worked behind the scenes of the show coming on and talking about the show. Lots of that to come. I think we're all pop culture junkies here. And one of the things that I love about pop culture is seeing how the sausage is made. And so I think that's why we're all going to be so excited to listen to the Truest Blood podcast. So check it out. uh, And also check out the show True Blood. Watch all episodes of True Blood on Max and listen to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.